your coffee. It's time for an episode of Chit Chat with the Queer and Creative. I'm your host, Melissa De Silva. Hello, Chit Chatters. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so glad that you're here. You could be anywhere else listening to anybody else, but you have chosen to be here with me. And I am so very grateful for that. And I hope all of you are doing well. It is a very weird time of year when we're recording this. It is a holiday season and we're all just trying to get to 2021. And boy, is it going to be a great year, I hope. I'm hoping it's a year where people are able to get out there and start their own businesses and really just get back to what is going to be the new normal for all of us. Now, when I first started my business, I did not realize that having a personal brand was something that was going to be needed. My understanding of personal brand was text, font, colors, and maybe some personality and trying to fit that into a website and uh, maybe my Instagram. But I didn't realize there was so much more that is involved in figuring out what your personal brand is and how that can follow you through every day in your life, whether you're owning your own business or you are working for another company. And one of the things that I learned through the process of working with a coach is that you really need to figure out what your values are before you can decide what your personal brand is, because otherwise you're not going to be your authentic self and you can't be unauthentic for the rest of your life. It just doesn't work. We all know that. So I'm happy to introduce you to my guest today, who is Doug Lau. And Doug is a career coach who helps professionals amp up their career by figuring out what their personal brand is. And he has a guide that he has offered us that you can download, and it's called The Six Simple Steps to an Amped Up Career, and that is free, and you can find that link in our show notes, and I'll also mention it again at the end of the show. All right, I hope you enjoy my interview with Doug Lau. De Silva. Today, I am so happy to introduce you to Doug Lau. Now, Doug is a career coach helping driven professionals land their dream job by getting career clarity and developing their unique personal brand. Uh, Doug's going to talk about how a personal brand is important when we're trying to find our career and also what his formula for discovering your personal brand is. So, Doug, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. So one of the things that I have learned going through like establishing my own business online and in real life, which is strange, real life and online is that personal brand. It's really important to have that, you know, kind of that thread that kind of goes through everything that you do. How did you come to like discover that and put that into your career? Yeah, I think it was a lot of trial and error and trying to just kind of figuring out who I am in the first place, and then realizing that um, everyone has a personal brand. And uh, though it may be a new term for people, everyone has already a personal brand, whether you know it or not. Um, I think that people associate personal brands with social media and social media influencers, firstly. But I think that personal brands really do follow you everywhere, whether you are on social media or not, um, and it goes into your career as well. So having a very clear personal brand is important so that you're able to show people who you want to be, um, and then people can perceive you in, in certain ways that you want them to perceive you. 
Now, how did you come to your personal brand? You said those through trial and error. So what were some of those trials and errors? Yeah, well, uh, being a gay man myself and not always being out, uh, I think it, it was uh, important to kind of discover who I was in the first place in order to figure out what my personal brand is. And so when I first started in my career going into corporate, I was not out to my coworkers. I wasn't even out to my friends. And so having that kind of in the background, always thinking about like what I should be looking like, or how I should be acting. Those are all kind of things that were part of my personal brand, even though I didn't know it at that time, but it affected how I did my work, how I was perceived by other people. And so once I was able to be a little bit more honest with myself and able to be out with my coworkers and my friends, it really helped me to understand how I can present myself to other people. And, and by doing that, giving that authenticity to people in the workplace, it really helps to get them to trust me a little bit more and, and to work with me, be more willing to work with me in my projects. And I had found that as building my business too, is the important thing is trying to figure out who you are. Like we kind of have like a general idea of who we want to work with, but to figure out like, okay, this is how I'm going to be presenting myself to the world. And I know for myself, I needed to work with a coach for like six months before I figured out like, oh, this is how I'm going to be presented to myself, uh, to the world. And like my website needs to be like reflective of that. And you know, the podcast and my personality and just really showing up as an authentic self. But figuring out who that is sometimes is really hard. How do you suggest people go about figuring out who they are? Oh yeah, it's definitely hard. It's not an easy process. You may think that, oh yeah, now, now I'm out you know, to my coworkers and that's it. And that's, that's all you need to do. But no, there's so much more to being you. Um, it's not just you know about your sexuality, it's about other things too. And you have to figure all those things out. What I have is a formula that I've kind of created for my, for my clients to figure out what their personal brand is. And it can encompass things like your sexuality, but it also is really about your values, your strengths, and your passions and what I call the VSP formula. And so these things are the, these three things are the main pillars of what I feel like your personal brand needs to be. And so figuring out what those things are, what those three things are, are, are what's really important. And I have this kind of like formula to, to show you what, how you can figure out what your values are, what your strengths are and your passions are. And then once you find that place where it's right in the middle of all three things, that's where you want to focus your attention on. And that's where you want to maybe look for jobs that are in that center and also how you can present yourself to other people. Now, are you finding that more people are discovering this and reaching out to coaches like yourself, even in the uh, middle of a pandemic? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think, a good time for people to sort of sit down and figure this out because you do have a little bit more time. I think people are either, you know, out of a job or, or maybe looking at a different career because they're afraid that they're going to be out of a job soon. And so this is perfect time to really develop and discover who you are as a person and what you want to do as a dream career. Mm. Yeah, I think that is really interesting because a lot of people that I know are kind of figuring out like what's going to make me stand out amongst other people who are applying for a position. And if you are able to like present yourself as a solid brand, even if it's a corporate job or your own business, I think it really sets you above other people. And it's not just about colors. I realize it's not about colors and just fonts. That's what I thought it was. 
<laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It's not just about colors or fonts. It's not just about, you know, your Instagram page and making sure everything looks the same and with the same filters on it. Yes, that's a version of personal brand, but I think that we can now adapt that to truly being a personal brand of your life and using that for all parts of your life, which includes your career, but it could be, you know, just how you present yourself to other people in general. Mm. Now, you said that at one point you weren't out to your coworkers at work. How did you come to the decision to finally come out to them and knew it was a safe place to come out? I think I always knew that it was going to be a safe place, but it was, uh, I worked for a company that um, was very accepting. And to me, it's almost like, why didn't I come out sooner? Because everyone at work probably already knew that I was gay before I was you know telling people about it so i think it's just you know depending on your situation and how comfortable you feel and that's also part of why it's important to figure out your values um, because you want to work for a company that is aligned to your values so if you are a gay person part of the lgbtq community but you're working for a company that is not supportive of that that's going to be very hard on yourself and that's going to be you know just difficult to do the job because in the back of your mind, you're like, you're like, this isn't what I agree with. And, you know, it's going to take a toll on you. And so for many of my clients, like, especially my clients who identify as transgender, uh, finding that company that will support them in their journey can be hard because every company will say like, we have a non-discrimination policy and this and that, but how can you really find out like if a company is, you know, safe? and is supportive of the queer community. Yeah, I mean, a bit of research is gonna, of course, help. But like, just like you said, it's not always going to be end all be all and you might not find all the answers that you need. So networking is definitely the most important thing that you can do. I do teach my clients to definitely network with as many people as as you can to figure out whether this company or this job is right for you. Um, So before you actually apply to any certain jobs, you should be doing as much networking as possible, asking for informational interviews, or even just asking quick questions on LinkedIn, on a comment to a post or something like that to help you get a better sense of what that job is and what that company is and and what they value. Yeah, that's a good idea. So tapping into LinkedIn networking, any other suggestions for networking? There's, you know, Facebook groups and just going to Facebook groups that are LGBTQ. Um, there's so many of them out there right now that has like little subsets of LGBTQ professionals, LGBTQ, you know, coaches and things like that. I think that's where we connected. So mm-hmm. um, finding those groups that are out there and just start you know, networking and asking questions and seeing what's out there, what's possible, what are those places that are supportive of our community? Would you say there's one key indicator? Like, it's like, okay, this might be a good place. Like maybe like if the company has like a diversity group or, you know, something like that, is there like one thing that can kind of be like a guiding light? Like, okay, this might be the company for me. That's a really good question. I think that's, it's hard to kind of say if there's one indicator or not. Just like you said, I think maybe having a diversity, oops, diversity and inclusion group or segment would be a good indicator and not necessarily the indicator, but I think seeing whether or not there are 
members of your tribe of your community in that company i think that would be a really good indicator obviously you don't want to be the only one you want to have people that are there also that would be kind of an indicator of whether or not that's a, a good company to work for do you think it would be a good idea to ask like if you were being offered position to ask like what is the percentage maybe of the queer population of the people working there? I know that I recently had somebody ask me, what is the percentage of the queer population working for your company? And I'm fine with answering that, but do you think that is okay for other companies to be asking that question? I think it's okay to ask that question. It depends on where you're kind of asking the questions. If it's actually your job interview, that may not be the best place to ask for it, but you definitely should be doing your research already before you actually get to your job interview. So you can ask those types of questions in your informational interviews, um, in those networking questions that you ask other people. Now, from the other side, what can companies do to attract more diversity to their companies? Uh, well, definitely having those diversity and inclusion groups to start with, to show people that this is what type of values you have and what kind of support you're giving to those communities. And then again, hiring all types of people. So diverse people, um, not just a certain group of people, people that are diverse will help as well. So instead of just hiding it in, in like a small subset page somewhere in the about mm -hmm. page that they're you know including other people, actually put it on the front page, show people that this is something that's important to you and that you value. Mm, that's good. Good. So do you have an Instagram or Facebook page that you have that you're sharing with the world about what you're doing? I do. I do. Uh, my Instagram is douglau.com spelled out. So my name is D-O-U-G-L-A-U and then D-O-T-C-O-M. So all that's spelled out, douglau.com. Um, I'm on Instagram. I'm actually starting a YouTube channel very soon. So if you follow me on Instagram, you'll get links to the YouTube very soon. And I'll be talking about career clarity, which includes a lot about personal branding and then resumes and interviews, of course, because my mission is to really help as many people as possible with their resumes and interviews and just figuring out how to navigate the job search process. It's not something that is taught to you in high school or even in college, but it's so needed because people are seemingly very good candidates, but they're just failing in that resume writing and performing well in an interview. But once you have a personal brand, I think that's really the thing that's gonna help so much because once you're clear about who you are, what you are very good at, what you really love to do, what your values are, that's gonna carry through in writing your resume. It's gonna be a lot easier to write down the things that you feel are you know, accomplishments and things that people wanna want know about you. And then if you're looking for jobs that match all those things, when you get to an interview, they're gonna be asking you questions that are related to the things that you like. So then you're just gonna be able to talk much easier instead of trying to figure out, oh my God, what are they gonna ask me? I don't know what they're gonna ask. I'm gonna like fail in this interview, which is like, that anxiety thing that happens a lot to people in interviews, even though they are, you know, actually good candidates. So uh, figuring out your personal brand, that's super important. And, you know, I'd love to help people figure out their personal brand. And so how long do you think it usually takes for people to figure out what their values are, what their personal brand is? It varies. Uh, with my with my clients, it takes about two sessions to really kind of get the foundations of it. But then as we go through each session and we learn more about you know, resumes and interviews, I continually talk about that personal brand to help them continue to develop it and really hone in on what they want to you know, show to people. And who is your ideal client? 
Um, I love working with people that are, you know, younger professionals that are coming out of college um, that feel like they need this help because I, I was basically that person that I didn't know what to put in a resume or an interview, but I was, you know, trying my best to learn as much as possible. And I had to do it all by myself by researching and, you know, doing all that and getting practice and, and getting feedback from people. And so I want to just, you know, help you out and, and kind of cut all that out as much as possible and, and teach you as, as much as possible so that you can have a great career right off the bat. Um, but of course, I, I, I've also helped those that that are you know, in a career change, moving on to a different career. And again, they haven't had all this knowledge in the first place. So now they need to kind of brush up on, on these skills. Then I can help those as well. Awesome. Awesome. See, you even have your ideal client and that is a part of your personal brand. And it's so important to like know that stuff. So that is great. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So Doug, thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom with us today. And I appreciate everything that you're doing for the community and for those young individuals coming out of college. I think it's a great service that you're providing everybody. So everybody hopefully will follow you on Instagram. And I look forward to seeing your YouTube channel. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I hope that all of you have a better understanding of how important having a personal brand is with all the information that Doug has shared with us today. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you've joined our Facebook group chit chat with the queer and creative podcast and that you are following me on social media instagram uh, is where i'll be showing up and that is at real melissa da silva and make sure you subscribe to anywhere that you listen to this podcast so you know when new episodes are coming to you all right so until next time keep being amazing and keep loving each other love you bye-bye